brought to you by Soul Fire Productions. Hello and welcome to Mother the Mother. I am McLean McGowan. This podcast is an offering for all women to gather energetically, sister to sister, mother to mother, to co-create a sacred space for healing, educating, and sharing as we journey through motherhood and womanhood. It is such an incredibly powerful moment in time to be a woman, and I thank you for showing up on behalf of yourself and for all of the women in your lives, past, present, and future, to honor our matriarchal lines, all who came before and all who will come after. J-Ma. Hi, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in. I am McLean McGowan, your host. And as I record this, I am still at home in Memphis, Tennessee, but I am making my way back west very soon. So this week has been about getting my mind back in the game. I have wildly been here for three months now, which is shocking because life feels a bit of a dream and a bit of all one day through this portal of time. And I I can't believe we've been here that long, but it's been really wonderful to be here with my mom and my girls. And my husband's back in LA because he's actually working a ton right now. So um, it's made sense, but we're definitely missing him. So we're heading back and also to get ready for the school year and just kind of get back into the rhythm of our lives. But it has been so healing to be here. I needed a retreat. It feels completely like I've been on retreat. Um, The first month, I just really focused on sleeping. My nervous system was just so blown out. And being slow with no agenda, swimming a lot, sleeping a lot, eating well, cooking all of our meals. And yeah, but now it feels like everything, that there's a time for completion and it's time to head back. But my heart is here. So it is a bit of a bolstering up energetically to head back. But I'm very excited to get back to my garden and our yard and our house that we love and be near nature. Although California does feel pretty insane to me right now. So I'm just kind of energetically bolstering myself for that and holding the intention that I will really focus on all the good and the positive in my own life and be of service as much as I can to others and stay in a little bubble, honestly, um, around my house. We'll be homeschooling. We'll be doing some alternative play schools and stuff for the little one, but it's going to be much more kid-centric, kids schedule um, and living and breathing and thriving at home, which honestly I'm very excited about in a lot of ways. And I wanted to talk about that today. That is the topic of this week's episode is what does fall look like for us, for you? And it's a huge topic. There's so many variables to it, so many issues, so many political issues, um, which I don't really want to go into that whole part of it. I really want to speak to the emotional, spiritual side of it, but just holding that it's all of it. And there's so many things beyond our control with this whole COVID pandemic And what's going on politically in the world, and and especially in the U.S. as we come up to elections, there's so much information, so much misinformation, so many hidden agendas. And it's really imperative that we 
look to sources that we can trust and feel are coming from a heart-centered space, right? Not a mass media space, not a fear-mongering space, not a money-making space, but from the heart of really listening to the voices that you connect with. And per usual, I did a poll right before I started the Earth Warriors Oracle by Alana Fairchild, which I do every day. And I pulled a new card I've never pulled before called Lena. And it's a beautiful image of a cow skeleton head. And I'm going to read what it says. What must be shall be. You have beautiful dreams and inspired bold ambitions. You are guided to believe that they are a natural expression of your soul, something that is meant to be. Life will support you in the expression of those dreams and ambitions, even in the moments where it seems to be a struggle rather than support that you are experiencing. The process for transformation into full maturity involves learning how to grow through light and through darkness back to the light again. You will always find your way back to the light, have faith in yourself and what must be, dedicate yourself to what you love without hesitation. And the healing process is to say this aloud. I call upon the wild grace of the sacred feminine and give gratitude for your wise and loving assistance in my life. I accept your blessing to fulfill myself. I trust that you will show me the signs and impress upon me the guidance that I need to as to feel reassured, focused, and committed. Help me and all beings fulfill the plan that great spirit intends for us and has placed in our hearts. Only the goodness of your wisdom prevails and every darkness leads me into the greater light. So be it. And then you can put your hand on your heart as I read this. My dear soul, you know what you are doing and how to grow in harmony with divine genius and sacred purpose. Even when my conscious mind does not understand, you know when I do not know. So I choose to trust you and this brings me peace and comfort now. I trust you. I love that. Trusting our souls. Trusting our own journey. The ups and the downs, the ebbs and the flows is so heightened right now. And we're all feeling it in big and little ways every hour, every day. And one thing that I just keep coming back to is for the fall, this is a very, very new portal and new way of doing things when it comes to schooling. And I'm saying this as much for myself as I am to you, but really knowing that this is an experiment, this is a trial, this is not forever, and having a real sense of grace to the process, to the journey for ourselves and also for our kids and holding the space, you know, like really creating a beautiful bubble container, knowing that it's not going to look like what it looked like last fall. You know, it's the schedule's not going to look the same. Everything's not going to look the same. So one thing I know that I will be doing is getting very organized and also allowing within that organization for a lot of space so that each day I'm not bringing any extra stress that's not needed to the family or the homeschooling situation. And I know a lot of you are doing all different things and some of us are going back to school in person. In California, that's not a lot of kids doing that. Um, a lot are doing the hybrid, some in, in person, some a virtual. A lot of the schools are doing virtual. And then a lot of us are homeschooling. 
or unschooling. So there are many, many things happening right now. And if you go back to an episode I did last January with Srimati, which is such a great episode. I love her so much. It was episode number 46, Mystic Power Mother Muse, Srimati. And we talk about homeschooling because she did homeschool some of her kids. I mean, she's done everything with her kids, all different kinds of schooling. But I was so pulled to ask her about that and asked her about her writing about it because I'd heard through one of her podcasts that she was putting a curriculum together and I was very interested and perked up about that. And then she hadn't really looked at it for years and then she's been working on that again. So that's super exciting. And that really spurned this fire in my belly to delve into the idea of homeschooling. And even in the podcast, she says something like, you know, weird times bring about new new dreams and new things and creating your own life and your own vision. I can't, I don't remember exactly what she said, but it was really beautiful. And it stuck with me because these little seeds that are planted in our lives by different people or our own soul's journey really can grow and manifest and bloom. And last fall at this time, I had zero desire to homeschool. It wasn't even on my radar. And it's just so interesting what can happen in a year, what can happen in a month, what can happen in a day. But it's so important right now, especially right now, after the Lionsgate this month, apparently August is a really big month for casting your desires, your intentions, what you want your life to look like. So really go big here. What do you want your life to look like and feel like in the lives of your kids to look and feel like? And the more we kind of dig down, it's not all the things that we are doing. So we are going to homeschool our oldest. We're doing a couple different programs. In LA, most of them will be virtual. She is going to be doing some outdoors, outside school. And then I'm piecing together my little one's play school situation, which will probably be one to two or three things. And also I'm holding that in a month, things might look really different somehow. And I'll be flexible. And I also really want to nail home for myself. I'm very privileged. I'm a very privileged place that I can be so flexible and so relaxed about it. And the flip side of that is it comes to my self-discipline and awareness to allow the grace of that, you know? So if you do have the flexibility, how can you find the joy in it, even though it doesn't look like what you thought it might look like? Because we put so much pressure on ourselves as moms. We put so much pressure on ourselves. And if you are homeschooling, know too that you can get most of your schoolwork done in two to three hours. I mean, there's so many different sites and amazing homeschool courses and programs, but just uh, inspiration on Instagram. And there's so many studies proven. And when you see the whole list of the day and the schedule of a daily kid's school schedule, and then you break down all the transition time, the PE, the lunch, the recess, um, the transitions from one subject to the other, you know, 10 minutes here, 10 minutes there. It really breaks down to even less than two hours, which is wild. But you you can, you know, make it concise. You can make your life concise and really focus when you do homeschool. And there's so many different ways to do that as well. And that's another thing. I had um, Julie of Julie Brave Writer on. It's a great episode if you have not listened to that one. She is totally my inspiration. I love her so much. She's so real. She has been home. She homeschooled her kids over 20 years. 
and they're all doing amazing things in the world. That's episode number 59. And it's even great if you don't homeschool your kids, just how we educate our children and how we live with our children and the space that we create in our homes. It's really, she has so many gems in that episode. But she has a great writing program. So we're going to be doing that. And she has this new alliance that you can sign up for, which is what I'm doing. And it's something ridiculously low. And they hold your hand basically through the whole year there. Zoom meetings and all these different things and support that they send you. So it's almost like having a homeschool coach along the ride with you. And then you can also buy the writing courses and all the work through the year, all different ages. So that's one of the main things we're doing as well. And also just knowing that it's going to be an experiment and Jemima, my daughter, will also be influencing how we do it because we'll see what works for her, what doesn't work for her and go from there. So. I will, of course, be shedding a lot of light and sharing as we progress through our journey of homeschooling and talking with a lot of my mom friends. You know, it's been such a struggle this summer to to know what the fall is going to bring. And it's still shifting. I have a lot of friends that are doing preschool then they're not doing preschool, then they're doing preschool, they're not doing preschool because all the rules and regulations keep changing and doing the pods, which that can be a really great opportunity for people if you can do that. I know there are a lot of variables to that. Money is a big one and time is a big one. But I do think there are ways to do that that can be financially workable for different people. Hire a tutor and kids in your neighborhood or kids that you love if they live, you know, close by-ish. There there are many different ways to be doing this. And there are a lot of people and teachers out of work and also teachers assistants out of work or just, you know, other educated people. It, it doesn't have to necessarily be teachers. It's just people helping you hold it down. And it's a lot. And I know it's a lot. And I don't take any of that for granted that it's a hardship on a lot of people. And that's one of the things we're really seeing and facing is that in this whole COVID debacle, how the lower socioeconomic communities are suffering and don't have much of a choice. You know, a lot of moms and dads have to send their kids back to school so that they can work and there's literally no option. So that's, you know, that's grim to have to have to send your kids back to the the masks and the gloves and the six foot separation and the not talking to children, the not touching children, um, the shielded desks, you know, all of that. And I don't really have that many answers, but what I do know is that each day, what you can do is you can really call in some support for your children, for your babies. I would recommend doing a guided meditation with them. If they're really not open to it, you can do it silently and blast the light around them and protect them. You know, you can do a whole protective shield meditation, which is really beautiful, where you basically create this auric field bubble around their whole body. So like four to feet in front and back and side to side, top and bottom. And that can also be protecting them from COVID or other germs. And also the negativity, the fear, all of that, because that is going to be an aspect of going back to school and the anxiety. 
So really creating this beautiful auric field for them. And I would do that at night too. If you know Reiki, really pulling your Reiki skills in to your daily life, especially if you have kids. I used to also give Jemima crystals to take to school, a little crystal necklace, a crystal in her pocket. If she was feeling stressed out or anxious, she had that to hold or rub on to say her own intentions, to say her own prayers. And that can feel really empowering to children to know that they have that talisman that's with them. And my parenting style, which is a bit of everything, but I really believe in honesty with our children when it's age appropriate, but being honest, and this is a wonky time, and they, of course, know it, whether you're sharing it with them or not. I mean, the whole energy of the planet is in a very new place. And the more that you can discuss, really take the time, really take the time to have pillow talk at night or to talk in the bathtub or to talk over dinner. If you've got multiple kids, I think it's going to be so important to have one-on-one time with each kid. And prioritize that. Prioritize the one-on-one time where your kid can download with you. And I noticed that with my oldest, because of course, you know, I'm co-sleeping with my toddler all summer. I'm not having as much time with my older one. I mean, during the day we have a lot of time, but I've noticed when the little one falls asleep earlier, she and I, she just wants to stay up and talk. And even though I'm exhausted and want to pass out, those nights are everything because she downloads so many things from even like six months ago that were heavy on her heart that she's now sharing with me. And at home, I make a priority every night to have pillow talk with her. But it's just an example of how they're holding so much in their little bodies and their minds that we don't see. They have a whole world going in, you know, and within their own system all the time. And allowing that space where you're not watching movies, you're not talking about important things, you're not talking about homework, you're just having time to just be with one another. And I think that's going to be really, really important this fall so that they can let that steam off. They can release the anxiety. They can release the fear. They can release the sadness. This is sad. This is sad that my daughter can't be with all her besties. I'm sad that I can't be with all my besties. Most of my besties have left Los Angeles. So I'm also going back and I know I'm going to get, you know, possibly a little down, a little depressed when I get back because my friends are no longer there. People are getting the F out of LA. So however we're doing it, However, the schooling is going to look. I just don't have the answers. I'm here with you. I'm in it with you. We'll see. I mean, we might try homeschool and then she's like, no, I'm not doing that ever again. I'm super amped for it. I'm psyched. My husband's on board. I was way more gung ho about it than he was. But now it's awesome because he's actually working from home. And so he's going to be able to be a part of it too daily. Um, in between his meetings and he built while we've been away, he built a huge garage length desk and has done all the bulletin boards and all the new shelving. So we have like a family desk and we have our three different areas, which is super cool. And yeah, I'm just getting amped to create the positivity for her really come at a place where we aren't lacking. It's a new adventure. and. Holding, holding the light, you know, holding the light for ourselves and our kids. And I know it's a lot easier to say than do, but intention is so much. It's so much of the work. It's so much of the process. 
holding that intention. What do you want your life to look like? What do you want your family life to look like? What do you want for your kids this fall? And then find ways to manifest those things, to make those happen. For us too, it's going to be a lot of nature time, a lot of nature, like everyday beach or woods. And hopefully being with some like-minded friends that are cool for the kids to play with and growing our garden and fixing up, you know, Jemima's already really excited about her desk and the calendars and she's going to do our menu planning for the week. So I'm really calling her in to be a bigger part of the family flow so that, I mean, because I would love that too, to know each day what I'm cooking for everybody, what meals they want, and then creating that space, creating joy in the cooking and the cleaning and, you know, just going back to basics. Like all of this is just going back to basics, how it used to be, where you did homeschool your kids and your kids were with you all the time. It's an adventure for sure, and we'll see how it goes. But just sending love out to all of you, and please reach out if you have any questions, feedback. If you are needing support, I'm working more and more with moms at every age of motherhood, every stage of motherhood, and we just need that support. We need someone helping us with some healthy ideas, and just holding the space for our own journey because we're all on one right now. And I know that you all have been in it in some way, fashion, or form. I feel like I have changed so much this summer and I don't even know how to put words to it. It does feel like I have shed a skin. I feel like a different person. It's going to be really interesting going back to my home and seeing what I feel like in our home and how that feels different. And I just feel like there's, there's been an upgrade within my spiritual self and um, super interesting. I have taken on doing a cleanse this week. I'm on day four. And that also has brought me a lot of things, all the feelings, but it also has brought me clarity, which is what I wanted. I knew that before traveling back and making that voyage, I really needed to get clear on myself and clear on my work intentions and my business and just get clear, you know, let everything that was before burn away and let go of it and come back with fresh eyes because it's still going to be really intense for the next six months and longer, but we're still deep, deep in the portal of change and the veils lifting and a lot of darkness. So. One thing I wanted to see is if the fast would help with with kind of accelerating the clarity. And it really has. Today, I feel really fine. I'm sure in a couple hours, I may be wanting some food, but I'm trying to go for five full days. I'm, I'm doing a liquid cleanse. And I was reading last week a lot about Zach Bush, MD. If you don't follow him on Instagram, he's incredible. I highly recommend you follow him. He's one of the few in the world, top five board certified doctors. And he's just, I feel like he's our miracle for this portal of time. He's just unreal in his knowledge and his compassion and his education and how we're so linked to nature and everything. And that's really where our immunity stops and starts. And he did a fast last week and he has in his highlights, if you go on Zach Bush MD, in his highlights, he has a whole fasting highlights, which 
I recommend whatever kind of fast or cleanse or cleanup of your diet. But he gives some great information on how your whole body goes through a cellular kind of makeover. Everything can change over and get rid of so many viruses, bacteria, molds. Also, the energies, the energetics you no longer need to be hanging on to at the five-day mark. So at first, I thought I'd be doing a three-day cleanse. And then the more I listened to him and read, the five-day seems to be that sweet spot. I don't think I have it in me to go seven or 10 days. I think that's just too intense, especially with traveling back next week. And I'm going to need my full physical body to be able to travel with two kids back to LA solo with all of our stuff. But yeah, it's been really interesting. I'll follow up on Instagram or maybe next episode here how it went, but I'm feeling really good today. I feel brighter. I feel energized today on the fourth day. The second day was pretty hard. I was really tired. And by that night, I was really hungry. Yesterday was okay. Today feels really good. Um, so yeah, I think fasting or any sort of cleanses I used to really rebel against. I'm very Scorpio. Like I'm drawn to hardcore things, but then I also rebel against them. So when I started this cleanse, I just had to do it. Like I decided the night before I'm just doing it tomorrow. And that's the way I work because if I think about things too much, then I psych myself out and then I'll just set myself up for failure. And then I'll just do like a day of juice and then I'll be eating junk that I normally wouldn't even be eating. It's just like that rebellion. So I can only do faster cleanses when I just get in that zone. It's like, okay, it's on. It's it's happening. And I don't put any pressure on myself normally to do a certain amount of days unless I've bought a juice cleanse that's, you know, a pre-amount, a pre-set amount. But then I'll just ease out of it if I want to go back to food. I'll just have juices during the day and then a dinner at night or something like that. But this time I'm just doing the master cleanse, which there's pros and cons to it. But the reason I did it is because it's easy and it's cheap and I actually really like the taste of it. So... It's just cayenne, lemon, water, and maple syrup. And I do feel like my eyes are brighter. My skin's clearing up. I was having some weird breakouts, but that also was because I was on the road last week with my kids traveling. We were in the car the majority of the day eating, you know, just too much tortilla chips and guac and chips and gluten-free pretzels. And I just was feeling yucky. So it energetically was really tanking me down. And so that's another reason why I did it. But anyway, I'm just sharing this because if you're needing a little perk up, a lot of people have been complaining that they've gained weight during COVID or they're just feeling sluggish or gross and need a reset or drinking too much alcohol or too much coffee, whatever it is, a cleanse or a fast is a great way to reset your body. And again, it can be a cleanse with food. It doesn't have to be a juice fast, but even a day mentally, I think can reset you to start eating cleaner, better foods. But if you really want to go in on a deep cellular level, it's going to take a little bit longer. It's going to take five or plus days. So anyway, if that lands for you, feel free to reach out and check out Zach Bush again. And I'm here with you. We're going to do this. We're going to band together. We're going to figure this out. But from my heart to your heart, I see you and I feel you and I'm in here with you. And sending love, Jema. Jema.